0: For the longest time, I secretly wanted more. I often found myself shrinking to fit in, settling for what was comfortable, and even selling myself short. Once I finally accepted that we deserve success and we are blessed with the power to achieve it, I stopped playing small. I'm serious about building a life I love, and you should be too. I'm Denise Taylor of denisetaylor.live and welcome to Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. I help women prioritize themselves, their success, and their happiness. Let's meet this week's achiever whose story will inspire you to push past your fears and soar. Well, hello there. It's Denise Taylor. I am excited each and every week to have you join me right here on Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. It is my pleasure to either have you join me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even if you're watching me on YouTube. Hello to you and thank you for making me a part of your lineup. It's my pleasure to be connected to you. And even more, it is my pleasure to remind you each and every week that you can build a life that you love without apology. No compromise, no holdbacks, no shrinking. We are here to show up, rise up, and to achieve everything our hearts desire. You are equipped with power. The Bible tells us that God did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us power. And with that power, we can embrace it and we can be, do, have, and achieve anything that we want. So don't hold back. In this season, I am so excited because we are marching forward into a new year. And with a new year comes the promise to be able to refresh, rejuvenate and refocus. Each and every year, I try to start off really equipped to do exactly that. And that is the reason why I am hosting my signature event, my signature Denise Taylor.Live event, The Unstoppable Conference. It is intentionally scheduled for the last week of this year so that you can be poised to go and be a new you in 2022. Now, that event is going to challenge you and that event is specifically for people who are ready to move forward, to be more, to do more, to have more, and to certainly achieve more. You are unstoppable, and we are about to strip off all the things that have kept us bound. You see, we've had experiences where they've hurt us. We've had experiences where they weren't there for us. We've had experiences where love didn't work out for us, but guess what? We are equipped ourselves to shred all that off, leave it behind so that we can be focused on being a new you in 2022. The lineup is powerful. God has assembled a team that is dynamic, so much so that they are team unstoppable. And today I am so excited to welcome to my podcast, One of our Unstoppable Team members, Bernadette Jackson, who is a relationship strategist, is going to be joining me today. And we are going to have a conversation to talk about just how she is going to help us be poised to move into the new year in a more powerful way. Now, her topic for the week is they weren't there for us. And that can show up across a wide spectrum. It could be they weren't physically there. It could be they weren't emotionally there. It could be that they left us stranded. They left us abandoned. They passed away. And it could be they were there and didn't want to be. Regardless of where it was on the spectrum, the bottom line is this. When you have those type of experiences, it is a form of abandonment and neglect. and It impacts who we are. It impacts our self-esteem. It impacts how we show up. Now, the unfortunate thing is it often happens by family members who we desire to have relationships. Most often, Often it happens by fathers. Occasionally it happens by mothers. But the truth is this when you have experienced abandonment, you are impacted. It is a traumatic experience when you go through that. You sometimes feel rejected, you feel slighted, you feel unwanted, you feel misused, ridiculed, misunderstood, abandoned, and anything in between. And so we are focused on putting the past behind us so that we can be fixed and focused on what lies ahead. And so in my conversation with Bernadette today, we are going to discover a little bit more about how she serves, how she's preparing to show up in a mighty way for the Unstoppable Conference and how you can grab a hold of this free opportunity to be a part of the Unstoppable Conference. Now, if you want to get a jump on things, you can register to attend live at www.denicetaylor.live All the information is there. But why don't you take a listen to my conversation with Bernadette so that you can get fired up for the Unstoppable Conference. Well, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the virtual conversation booth, Bernadette. She's no stranger. And you know what, Bernadette, I will tell you that your episode that we recorded just weeks ago is one of the popular ones because it targets a very touchy subject that so many people can relate to. When we start talking about abandonment and we start talking about fatherlessness and daddy issues and all the things in between, unfortunately, There are so many people who can relate. And there are a number of statistics that play into that. When you think about single parent home, fatherless homes, and you think about the number of children that are being raised by grandparents, even all of those are factors. And so your work is much needed, which is one of the reasons why I asked you to be a part of the unstoppable team. And so when you think about how you show up and you think about about how you serve, what are some key things that stick out for you to make this a priority?
1: Mm, I love that question. One of the things that I noticed has been a theme in the women I serve and the work that I do is that there are typically two questions that these women are asking themselves. And it is the question that comes up in, in their mind, whether it is subconsciously or consciously. And it is the one that actually governs the way that they decide what they're going to do, how they're going to show up. And those two questions are, are they going to leave me? And are they still going to like me if I decide to do this? And those two questions, honestly, I feel have paralyzed women who deal with fatherlessness in a way that I have not seen in so long. I mean, it's really saddening to me honestly how they will stop themselves from doing things that they really want to do really yearn to do because they feel like they may not be liked if they show up authentically or they feel like somebody may leave if they show up in a way that you know they feel the person isn't going to like and so For me, a lot of the work that I've been doing has really been trying to drill down into the understanding that showing up as your most authentic self is exactly the way you're going to have the kinds of relationships that you really yearn for. And even though it feels vulnerable to do that, that is really the way that you have to actually push through, because otherwise people are not going to get to know who you really are. And you will never know if the relationships that you're building are based on any kind of foundation that's going to be lasting. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things that I would say is really a theme and a lot of the women that I serve and and my clients, honestly.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny as you were talking, I I think about the tendencies that we see. We see women showing up wanting to be people pleasers. We Mm -hmm. see them showing up, um, having stark perspectives of jealousy and envy. We see them uh, showing up with a great deal of insecurity. And those two questions that you asked really touch on the vulnerable state that many of them have been bruised in uh, from their experiences. And based on that, Um, it is impacting them in a way that I don't know they have been able to connect the dots. And what I love about you and what you've been able to crystallize in the way that you help women in their relationships, be it love, family, friends, or whatever, is that you help them to understand their value, and you help them to understand how the experience has impacted them so that they can begin to recognize those triggers. Tell me a little bit more about your work.
1: Yeah, so I, I really love how you uh, phrased it there because it's that's exactly what it is. Um, I focus on helping women to understand what the connection is between the fact that their father has not been there ever, or the fact that the, um, their father was not intentional, even if he was in the home, or even their father dying, and what that looks like and how they show up in relationships. And a lot of women who are fatherless, whether it is self-identified or if it is just you know what I happen to know, what they may not have realized yet is that these women really want to belong. They want to have deep connection. And a lot of them do not understand that the way in which they were treated by their fathers and how they have internalized that to mean that there might be something wrong with them, that they have taken all of that onto themselves into their hearts and are really just sitting in all of that kind of negativity and that bondage and bringing it into relationships while wanting to be deeply seen, be known, be understood, be supported and loved, and not understanding what they should be doing in order to get that. Not understanding that, you know, the ideas that they have, the defense mechanisms that they have put up, all of these things that were learned behavior as a result of that environment has caused them to attract what they don't want, which is usually emotional unavailability. And so when I am able to tap into that with these women, and I'm able to show them, hey, you know, I understand that your father wasn't there, or I understand that your father passed away or whatever it is. And I notice that this, this, and this is happening. Do you know that because of that, you're showing up in your relationships in this way? Mm-hmm. And when I'm able to draw that connection for them, it's almost as if an, they've had now an aha moment because they can kind of see now why it is even triggered in this way, why have they always responded in this particular way if something has happened, why have they always had this underlining feeling that they needed to people please or they had to overextend themselves or their their priorities and their needs and desires didn't matter in the scope of what somebody else wanted and all of these things. And when they start to understand that there's a reason behind that and there is a path forward that they can take, that's when we can start to get to the real work. And yeah. that's really what I love about what I do. Yeah, that's amazing when you can
0: see someone turn that corner and begin to get a glimpse of the light. And what mm. it, it made me reach out to you is because as I listened to you talk about all of the experiences around fatherlessness. Those were a reality of my own experiences in terms of availability, emotional, emotional availability, physical availability, all of those Mm. different perspectives I had a chance to experience, unfortunately, but. As I listened, it resonated so much more than just that. And that is the heartbreaking thing is that what you have tapped into, people also experience because they have those deep voids because of abandonment period. Right. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so the, the recognition you were able to make, I think has the ability to be broader. And so when we talk about how you're preparing for the unstoppable conference, you could take them real deep on Mm -hmm. what you've been able to work with your clients to address. But when you look at that, that spectrum of abandonment, right, and you look at the degrees you go from present but don't really want to be to not present at all for whatever reason, that can correlate to your mama, that can Mm -hmm. correlate to your daddy, that can correlate to any of the other key relationships that are void for you. So as you are preparing yourself for Unstoppable, give me just a glimpse, not, you know, don't tip the whole pot over, but give me just a glimpse. (laughs) of Uh what people can expect to experience when you speak.
1: Mm, Okay, so I really want the women who come to the conference to know that what you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. I feel like that right there is the key to a lot that we deal with in our lives across abandonment issues, across anything that we deal with. What you focus on grows. So if I can get the participants to really understand that they need to start focusing more on cultivating the types of relationships that's going to make them feel seen, heard, understood, loved, and supported versus trying to dwell on who wasn't there and who left or who didn't show up, that right there is going to be the win. Because when we switch our focus now to cultivating the kind of life that we want and to really start to put things in place and create an environment that supports the lifestyle that we want to live, that's when we're going to start to see everything that we deeply yearn for start showing up in different places. And now it's not so much a void so much as it is I'm full because I'm focusing on, you know, what I do have and cultivating an atmosphere that's really going to support what my, what I deeply yearn for. And so that's what I'm really going to be focusing in on when I speak to the ladies at the conference.
0: Now, look, you know, I slide in Bernadette's DMs all the time where I'm like, oh girl, that was good. Oh, And you can attest, that I'm constantly listening to your podcast and I'm like, oh my God, that was amazing. Oh my God, that was so powerful. And it's because you have been blessed and anointed in this space to help women truly unpack their experiences. But what I love about how you're even planning to show up, you are helping them to discover how to stay focused on what's ahead of them and truly leave the past behind. Mm -hmm. And so we come back, I want you to share with us a little bit about why you said yes to being a part of Team Unstoppable. Listen, I've had a lot of experiences in my life. And one of the ones that I have had to face is abandonment. You see, sometimes we think abandonment means they weren't physically there. But the reality is that people can be present and not present at the same time. People can love you out of obligation and not really help you feel accepted and wanted in the relationship. And all of that has an impact on you. It's not like you're being stranded when people talk about abandonment. It's really not like that at all. They may not have been physically there. They may not have been emotionally there. They may have been there and not there at the same time. They may have walked away, they may have died, they may have been there out of obligation, and they may have been there and treated you like they didn't want to be. You see, oftentimes the they I'm talking about is our family. More times than not, it's our mom. Most often, it's our dad. You see, dealing with mama issues, family issues, daddy issues, it impacts us. And what I love about Bernadette is she hits this head on. And I am so glad that she is a part of Team Unstoppable to help us deal with this pain that many of us have carried for a long time. They were not there for us. You see, as we go into the new year, it's gonna be critically important that we shake off all of those things that have kept us bound. And we are setting our sights on being a new you in 2022. And so I hope that you are making plans now to join us for the Unstoppable Conference. It is going to be amazing. Bernadette is going to join us and she is going to hit this head on with the rest of the Unstoppable team. You see, attending is free, absolutely free. All you have to do is visit www.denicetaylor.live to register and be sure to invite your friends. This is something that we all can get in on so that we can embrace our power. Here's what I know. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us power. And as we set our sights on 2022, it is time for us to get real new. All right, now that we're back, tell us, Bernadette, what made you say yes to my invitation to be a part of Team Unstoppable?
1: Um, Well, that's easy. It's because I could see your heart in how you described exactly what you wanted to do with these ladies and where you wanted to bring them to. And because I have made this commitment to really surround myself with women who are doing hard work, who are doing hard work to not only make themselves more of the person that they want to be, but also just like helping other women along I knew that when you came to me and you're like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want you to be a part of it. It was an easy yes for me. It was an easy yes. Mm -hmm. I love when I'm able to really have conversations with women that's going to allow me to kind of tap into exactly what I know that they need and give them tools. And the reason why I love that is because it was so hard for me to find when I was on my own healing journey. I couldn't find half of what I needed to really support me in that journey. And it was tough. Like, I mean, I had to search through so much. So anytime I have the opportunity to really help someone along and to just say, you know what, I'm going to walk alongside you you as you go on this journey, I am all for it. To be quite frank with you, I feel like if we can get the women at the conference to understand the concept of what can I learn from this rather than I should have known better, it changes our focus so that we can start to think about, okay, what's the lesson here that I can bring into my new relationship, into a new situation, whatever it is. And I really feel that when we change that focus and when we kind of tap into that, then we share that with the women around us. And once we start sharing this message with the women around us, then we kind of get this momentum going where we can truly be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that honestly, like that fire that grows where we start to pay it forward and start to say, you know what, sis, I'm going to walk alongside you because I know that. I dealt with this thing and I want to see you grow just as much as I did. Let me tell you what I did. Let me take your hands. Let me walk with you. When we start getting into that kind of mode, we indeed are unstoppable. So this conference is just going to be, honestly, the kickstart that we need to really get that fire going, I believe.
0: You know what? As you were speaking, what came to mind in in God and his sovereignty, you know, I'm realizing this, but he knew it. Everyone who is a part of the Unstoppable team and set to really serve, they are speaking from a place of experience, mm-hmm. not from a place of exposure, not from a place of education. They are speaking from exactly what you said let me walk with you through it. That moment when you felt the pain, I felt the pain, just like you feel the pain. That moment when you felt revelation, I felt revelation, just like you felt revelation. And that moment when you were set to do change and turn your life around, I felt that moment and I know how to walk you through it. And I think that's the beauty of the overarching theme, which is what happened to you did not ruin you because each of us are showing up with a testimony for the area that we are serving in. And so when you hear that, when you hear what happened to you did not ruin you, how does it ring out with you?
1: I honestly, every time I hear that and every time I read it and stuff like that, what I really think about is that it reminds me of a personal truth that I had to come to on my own healing journey. And that personal truth for me is that nothing that I've done and no experience that I've had disqualifies me from the amazing relationships that I deserve. Mm -hmm. So when I say that to myself, when I say that to my clients, when I say it on my podcast, it is to remind us that Nothing has happened that has ruined you, Mm -hmm. that there is still redemption after any mistake that you have made, that failure is an event, not an indictment against your character. And you can continue to move forward and grow and just evolve if you choose to. Mm -hmm. And once we start to really think about those things and really just train our minds in that way, we start to really accept things for what they are, which is just a little footnotes sometimes in a chapter that we're in, mm-hmm. and not the entire story. Mm-hmm. And when we're able to do that, we can stop being so stuck on something that we've done and look at the opportunities that are still in front of us that we can still yield benefit from. And that really is what I want to people to take away.
0: Oh, that's powerful. So Bernadette, mm-hmm. when you think about who you're showing up for, the person who needs to show up and hear from you. Tell me more about her so that people can recognize that you're showing up for them.
1: Mm, that's a really great question. Okay. So the woman that I am showing up for is a very strong woman. She typically has her superwoman cape on, and she is serving in every area of her life with excellence. She does not want to make any mistakes. She wants to be perfect, in fact. And because she wants to be perfect, she doesn't know that she can ask for help from the people around her that really love her. She is very hard on herself whenever she makes a mistake, and she wants to be sure that the people around her are not feeling any kind of discomfort with her because she wants them to stay. And sometimes in her wanting everyone to be comfortable, she makes her own self uncomfortable because she forgets about her own needs and her own desires, and she does not prioritize herself the way she does the people that she loves. But all of this comes from the place of just wanting to be in community and deeply loved and seen, and she doesn't quite know how to do that. So she overcompensates and she does so much and she wants to prove her worth and her love to the people around her. But I want her to know that just as she is, exactly who she is, is enough. And if she just shows up authentically, In every space that she enters in, she will attract the people who really want to be around her, who really want to deeply know her. And when she does that, she's going to be able to finally experience that feeling of being deeply seen, being heard, being understood, loved, and supported, which has always been her deepest desire, even if she has not shared it with anyone else.
0: Wow. That was good. I am so looking forward to our time. So, you know, last time you were with us, because you're no stranger to us here, last time you were with us, you talked more from your perspective um, and experience when we closed out with the, the LLH questions. This time, I want you to put on the lens of you having taken that journey and what you would say to yourself when you think about who you were in that experience and journey when I ask you these next few questions. So the first one is this, in the context of this experience, what would you tell your younger self about life if you could? Mm,
1: Okay. Um, In the context of this experience, I would tell my younger self that life is a series of beginnings and endings. And if we can understand that we should be focusing on the in-between, then we will enjoy many more of the experiences that we have because we won't be focused so much on, is this going to start? Is, this, is, is he going to do this or that? Versus, you know, oh, I don't know if, you know, we're over or whatever it is. If you focus on building in the middle, I feel like we will be able to experience and enjoy a lot more of the experiences that we have. Okay,
0: awesome. What would be the love wisdom that you would share in the context of this experience?
1: Okay, so in the context of this experience, the love wisdom that I would share is that loving yourself has to come before you love any, anyone else that love is expressed out of an overflow of what you already have going on and so if you can really focus on what that is going to look like for you how do i love myself how do i love on myself What feelings do I need to feel? What environment do I need to create? All of these things so that I can feel that love for myself and then be able to give of my overflow. That would be where I would start. So that's what I would tell myself.
0: Okay. And then finally, the happiness wisdom. What would you tell your younger self about happiness in the context of this experience?
1: I think that happiness is a state of being, it's not so much an event that happens. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find out what makes you content, if you can find out what brings you joy, what kinds of things really helps you to cultivate your peace. Where do you feel like you most belong? I feel like those things add to your happiness. And once you are able to cultivate that kind of environment for yourself, it is even more joyful when you're able to share that with somebody else.
0: It's beautiful. It's beautiful.
1: Well, I am looking forward
0: to having you grace the virtual stage at the Unstoppable Conference. I have no doubt that lives are gonna be changed when you show up and share about how we can really get past the fact that they weren't there for us. And um, I just wanna just say thank you for saying yes. Uh, I say thank you for every woman who you are going to help set free And this is going to be an amazing time.
1: I completely agree. Thank you so much for even asking me to be a part of this. I do feel honored and I cannot wait to serve. All right.
0: You know, I love cliches. Little sayings just kind of are quick reminders to me of so many things. And the one that I have clung on to recently is this. You cannot heal what you won't reveal. Mm -hmm. And as I sit on this side of embracing my power, my biggest regret is how much I allowed my painful experiences to stop me. I gave up my power to shame. I gave up my power to guilt. I even gave up my power to embarrassment and I lived with this hovering fear of what would people really think about me if they knew my truth. You see, that truth held me captive. The truth of unfortunate circumstances that made me think that I was discounted or ruined in some type of way. But when I began to see myself the way God sees me, I began to understand that what happened to me did not ruin me. And I say the same to you, what happened to you did not ruin you. And as we sit on the heels of a new year, this is the perfect time to embrace your power. You see, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power. So I declare a new you in twenty. 22, so much so that I have pulled a team of amazing speakers together so that we could ignite that power within you and encourage you to embrace it. You see, I made an exchange. I made an exchange for all of the ashes that came from my experiences for God's beauty I made the exchange when I began to see myself the way that God sees me, then all of those unfortunate circumstances were able to step aside and I was able to emerge with confidence and strength. I want that for you. You have shrunk long enough. You have discounted yourself long enough and it is time for you to rise and be unstoppable. The unstoppable conference is going to take place the week before we start the new year. It is intentionally timed for that week so that you can set your sights on becoming the new you that you deserve to be. You deserve to experience yourself at your absolute best. So I want to make sure that you are going to be a part of the Unstoppable Conference. I want to make sure that you will indeed seek to heal and seek to reveal your truth. You see, the Unstoppable Conference will feature four amazing speakers. Three will join me. I will kick it off, and we will talk about they hurt me. Because you know, the reality is that is real. We have experienced some unfortunate circumstances. And speaking for myself, I had to overcome molestation and sexual assault. So believe me, I know what it's like to be hurt. On night number two, we'll talk about how they weren't there for us. This whole spectrum of abandonment. You know, people can be present and not. Family members can love you, but have it out of obligation. So what is it to be a present person, but not emotionally available? And what is it to just simply not have access to those who love you at all? You see, it sometimes morphs into mama issues and daddy issues. And those are things that keep us tethered to pain. And on night number three, we're going to talk about love didn't work out for me. We're going to talk about failed relationships and the pain it takes to really pick up the pieces of your life. When we talk about relationships, love relationships and tearing those apart to find yourself and figuring out how to pick up the pieces and move forward. We're gonna talk about when love didn't work out. And after we unpack all of that pain, we're gonna give you specific guiding direction on how to move forward and be unstoppable. And so I hope that you will be a part of the Unstoppable Virtual Conference. And the wonderful thing is that it's virtual, which means you can tune in from anywhere in the world. So take a visit at www.denisetaylor.live and be sure to register to attend live so that you can reap all the benefits of revealing your pain so that it can be healed well that's it beautiful thank you for tuning in Don't ever forget that you truly deserve life, love, and all the happiness your heart can hold. Be relentless in building a life you love without apology. I'm Denise Taylor, and you can always find me in our free Facebook community. Life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, easy to find. Now, if you want more information about my success superpowers, as I'm sure you do, download my free success superpowers ebook at denicetaylorlive forward podcasts. And one last thing, always embrace your power and go.